Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey, welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host, founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth, the STR Wealth Conference, and 28 other startups. Today, I want to talk about building a super portfolio. I've been getting a lot of questions lately. Bill, what do you mean about a, what, when you're talking about a super property or a super portfolio? Those are two steps to creating a super life, hence the super team and also being a super host. They, they're all congruent. They all go together. And I kind of just want to walk you through how I have built a super portfolio. And it starts with that first super property. Uh, there's nothing more important uh, when we're making an investment is to be aggressive. Let me define that for a second. I want to unpack what I mean by aggressive. Aggressively looking in mar multiple markets on a daily basis. So literally for the last four months, I've been looking in about five to six different markets. I started nationwide, drilled it down, looked in five to six markets and didn't find anything. And then a member of my super team invested into uh, a market that I had never really even, never even really done any research into. And I found out the deal that he got. Then I connected with his agent, who was the goat of STR agents in this market. And I started evaluating properties. Shit, within a week, Bree and I flew to this location to look at properties personally. Didn't find anything on that first trip, but we were diligent. We're working our ass off. We don't stop. We're looking every day, right? And he's looking for off-market deals. Lo and behold, I get back to Nashville and he finds a deal, uh, which by the time you hear this, I'll probably hopefully be uh, closed and own the property, at least on the very back end of being under contract. So the one thing I'm going to tell you is, is invest more aggressively. Be aggressive in looking every day. Be aggressive in your underwriting. So once you find that market, most people stop and they think they can buy anything in that market. It doesn't work that way. You've got to narrow down the submarkets at that point. Then even to neighborhoods inside of a submarket and street by street becomes paramount. So you've got to have that intimate relationship. You've got to dive deep. You've got to do research. It's more than just Zillow and Redfin and Realtor.com, folks. What is surrounding the property? What is the proximity to the attractions? What are the other houses? Like one of the things that, that I do, I call it the three pack. When I find a property, if I'm even remotely interested after driving straight to that property to put my eyes on, that means I've spent more than seven minutes inside the property. 
Because I know when I pull up to something, if it looks like shit, if then if it could be actually a, a diamond, but literally it's just rocks surrounding like shitty houses around the property, you know, shitty commercial buildings, whatever it is, I'm not going to buy it because that's going to impact guest experience. It makes it harder for me to market, harder to bring my existing guests back, harder for me to incorporate them into the rest of my portfolio. So that property selection, doesn't matter if it's an apartment, if it's a single family home, <clears throat> boutique hotel, whatever, that proximity, the location, the quality surrounding in that three pack is driving a three block radius around it, right? And if I don't like things that I see, if it's not inviting, because I know guests get that feeling in their gut when they're pulling into a property and they've got, oh, it's, I've got a bad feeling about this. That's not what I want when people are coming in. So I'm aggressive. The second part of the aggressiveness is investing into the property. I said this on a previous podcast, too many of you are buying turnkey, what you think are turnkey properties and they're not turnkey. Either you're buying them as turnkey, you're setting them up, you're getting your listings ready and then you're sucking. You're not driving the results that you want because you didn't put enough fucking money into it. You didn't put enough time, you didn't put enough effort into it or you are just not turning it into a super property. So when you look at the neighborhood, when you look at the property, you gotta look at the footprint. What are you gonna do to that property afterwards? What's gonna give you that marketability? What's gonna be your image when you're running a Facebook ad? What's gonna be your hero image in your listing? I wanna envision before I make an offer, what are those first five images gonna be? And it may not exist on property the day that I look at it. I may have to bring it in and actually add it to it. Banner Elk, North Carolina, one of my first five images is my game room. You know, I built out a, a massive three car, you know, garage and turned it into a game room. Not done every day in Banner Elk, North Carolina. It's done every day in Gatlinburg. It's a must. There, it's a separator. Adding on a barrel sauna, a hot tub to my property is one thing in Montana. But to have that amazing view right up the river to the lake, to the Canadian Rockies, that's a whole nother element. So those are the things that I'm looking at. What is that marketability? What's going to separate me from the competition? I'm not talking about just having a place to put a hot tub. I'm not talking about just having a place to put a fire pit. I want you to put in a super fucking fire pit, right? Look, look at my Banner Elk property online. It's got like a $300,000 rock, you know, stack stone fire pit and steps and stairs going up like 35, 40 feet of stairs that are 10 feet wide. It's amazing. That is my number one image. So not only does it breed tremendous guest experience, but nobody can replicate that. The house was built in like 2005, 2006 by a developer. If I had to do that today, it would cost like 300 grand to build out. That gives me a tremendous hero image, tremendous marketability. That's my Facebook ad image. And it gives me a separator from the competition. So it's the analysis of the market, the analysis of the submarket, the analysis of the three pack, the three block radius around the house the canvas of what you're going to do to build out the house, then it becomes the execution. It's about investing into the right amenities, the right things. Murals don't move the needle for a house. That's one component of stacking and design. They've got to tie into your furniture. They've got to tie into the overall brand you're building to attract the right ideal guest. It's got to flow from room to room. All of these things become super important to build a super property. Now, once you have one super property, then it becomes easier to build the second super property. And when you go from two super properties to 10 super properties or 15 super properties, now you've got a super portfolio. There's a reason a lot of people say, Bill, you've got, you, you, you make so much money and you're, you, I don't have the money to invest a hundred grand after I close. I didn't either when I started. 
but I learned early and I knew I needed to buy unique or create unique. Because if I don't have something that's unique, if I don't have something that stands out, I have no marketability. And that's the problem with the properties today. Once again, it doesn't matter if it's multifamily, single family homes, you know, hotels, motels, you know, tree houses, cabins, whatever it is. If you don't stand out, you don't stop the scroll. And if you don't stop the scroll, then people aren't going to go to your listing or your direct booking site. The second part about scaling is operations. You cannot let operations hold you back from scaling. But scale, a lot of people think scale is going to this massive number. For me, I never wanted more than 10 properties. And as I go over 10 owned properties, I typically end up pulling that back. Hence why I sold my lowest performing property as we've gone through this downturn in rents and reinvesting that into a bigger property that's probably going to 4x the net income I was making off the property that I sold in Beach Mountain. So you have to continue to look at your operations if you want to scale. How do you go from two properties to five? Literally, if you have one or two properties, I think you should be doing iCalSync and you should literally understand, learn all the nuances, at least for the first six months to a year of hosting, and then maybe jump into a hospitable. And then, you know, you can easily sync your calendars. And then you look at a marketing tool like Market My STR and implement StayFi. You can grow through technology, but also understanding your internal process of how you make decisions on buying, setting budgets in advance, so that way it doesn't become an emotional decision when you're on site, and really creating a process and documenting it, even if you're gonna be the only one involved in the management, in the property evaluation, and building out all of your, your what I call your pre-offer work, getting all of your shit together for to get the best financing, putting your performance together, you should still document the process. Right, We forget about these things when we don't document the process. And I like to go and follow through every a checklist. So that way I can, if I do want to hire somebody on to come and host for me, I can have the SOP ready to go uh, for them. The other thing, and this is really a mental state, don't confuse, do not confuse your current problems for past errors. Do not confuse your current problems for past errors. A lot of people will, will make errors in the past and they think that the problem that they're battling today is the same thing that they had in the past. Or they steer away from a mistake that they had made previously. This, nope, I'm never doing that again, not going down that path. It's a very narrow mindset. I want you to think big. If, if, you're, if you're trying to make go from $100,000 a year salary to replacing that with $200,000 a year in real estate income, then let's shoot for three or let's shoot for four. One of the biggest things is our limiting beliefs because of what's happened to us in the past. We don't think big enough. Even Grant Cardone, one of our bigger real estate guys, over almost $2 billion in real estate holdings today. God knows what type of cash flow he's generating off of uh, those portfolios. I'm sure it's it's a ton. It's probably 20 million plus annually, maybe 30 or 40 million for all we know. But he's the first one to tell you it took his wife, Elena, to help him think bigger, to become a billionaire. He didn't think he could become a billionaire. He needed that support system. So what I'm getting at here is one of the things that I love most is my wife supports me to no end. I ask her every time, what do you think about this property? She's all, what do you think? You're the one that does the stuff all the time. What does the performer tell you? She never says yay or nay in regards to a property unless she has that women's intuition. She supports me all the way through because we've been successful. 
but she supported me when I, in my second property, I lost 126,000 bucks. It took a little bit of time. That hurt. We aren't independently wealthy, you know, hedge fund managers. We had to work for everything uh, that we had and scratch and claw when we got into this business. And we turned it into a massive super portfolio. But if you want to grow your own super portfolio, you need to define what that is. I'm the albatross. I'm the black sheep. I'm the guy that wants less properties, but more profit. That's why I've taken a $595,000 property, sold it, taken those 1031 funds and reinvested that into a $1.2 million property that's going to go from doing the $585,000 investment that I sold for five ninety five. dollars literally was doing $86,000 a year in revenue. And that's great for most people that are making roughly a $500,000 investment. But now I'm putting that cash into a $1.2 million property that's going to do three hundred dollars to three twenty-five. dollars in revenue. I'll do 140, 160 net off of that property. The net off that 85 was around 30. So I'm going from 30, let's just say 150 for easy math, that's 5x. Those are smart business decisions with no emotion attached to it. Smart business decisions with no emotion attached to it. That is something that is really, really important for you to understand if you want to find that first super property. Really find your first property and then turn it into a super property. And then take a super property and be able to multiply that into one, two, three, four to build a super portfolio. When you build a super portfolio off of that one super property, it leads to a super life. We'll talk about this much more in depth in the future. Hopefully this helps you get started and hopefully I've answered your question about really what a super portfolio and a super life is. It all starts with one super property. If you don't have a super property, then leave a comment here on YouTube. Shoot me a, a DM, Bill Faith, F-A-E-T-H 73. You can see it down below if you're watching this on Instagram. That's Bill Faith, F-A-E-T-H 73 on Instagram. I'm happy to help. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy hosting. We'll see you on the next episode of STR Unfiltered. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a hospitality.fm production.